Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Well, hello, my name is Eric Eastep. And I'm Scott Reevely. And this is the City on a Hill podcast. Welcome back. We We're back. are back. We are back. I'm just kidding. That's not our theme song, but... But it's a good <laughs> celebration that we're back. We have buttons on the board. We can push them. It's fantastic. Um, and again, thank you for those of you that uh, let us know you thought we should come up with something mm-hmm. new again. And uh, that's just uh, how uh, it's how it's had to be the last few weeks. But we're very happy to be back. Yeah. And we enjoy it and looking forward to having good conversations going forward. So uh, thank you for your encouragement. Uh, those of you who prodded us to get back in the studio. Yep. And, and if this is your first episode for some reason, I would recommend going back and listening to this little series we did with um, on the Coises book, Political Visions and Illusions. As they came up in the feed, I was just reminded of the different chapters and um, was actually messaging uh, with uh, Dr. Coises the other day. And just, man, I, I love that book. Uh, I think he did a great job. And I think our conversation was really good. And would, would commend it to you. And we rebroadcast that particular series for a reason. Right. Because it is pretty fundamental and it's mm-hmm. pretty helpful. So anyway, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, it's <laughs> it's in our feed twice now, there in our go. history twice. So there you go. And this week, two days from today, is Thanksgiving. Hooray. Do you have a button for Thanksgiving? Probably not. No, I don't think I don't think there's a Thanksgiving. I don't know what Thanksgiving sounds like. <laughs> a gob- I mean, like a gobbling turkey. Button. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but no, Thanksgiving. What do you think about Thanksgiving? What yeah. do you, where do you put it on the list of holidays? On my ho- on holidays for me, it's at the top. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a, there's a couple probably a couple of reasons. I was thinking about that earlier. There, why do I like Thanksgiving so much? I can't eat near as much as I used to eat, which is really disappointing. <laughs> But I think I like it. There are two things that I that I remember as a kid that were important for me at Thanksgiving. One was I the, one of the very first contests I ever won. I won at Thanksgiving, so mm. we had a little uh, Indian and Pilgrim play that we did, and might have been kindergarten. And the 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 boy who cut out the most feathers got to be the chief. Like out of like construction paper? Out of construction okay. paper and just cut, 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 and make it a big, long, you mm-hmm. know, feather thing, have construction paper feathers. And so I made the most. And so I was the chief Indian at <laughs> wow. the Thanksgiving feast. And, and it stuck with you ever since. <laughs> well, I haven't thought about it too much, but I just had a lot of satisfaction with that. Uh, I don't even remember why. I mm. thought I was so satisfied with myself for that, but... Um, and that probably has very little to do with my uh, enjoyment of Thanksgiving itself, because that was fairly removed from any uh, thanks. I don't remember Thanksgiving meals when I was that age, but mm. that particular episode was, uh, uh, I was quite pleased with myself about. So that's one. And then I think the other thing was that uh, Thanksgiving comes during wrestling season. Mm. And so when I was in high school, I spent November and December and um, most of January, not eating very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. (laughs) And so, I mean, wrestling season went underway, and then Thanksgiving hit, and it was like, just going to let it go for a day Mm -hmm. and make the most of it. And that was also very satisfying. And, um, yeah, so I was... That, that, those are some of the reasons that uh, Thanksgiving's my favorite. And now, probably as an adult, it's my favorite because that's the day that we get like two back-to-back holidays. Mm. And so it's a little more of a, a little more of a holiday now. So Friday being Friday, <laughs> Friday being the holiday. Well, Thursday and Friday. Right, you get the days off. Two yeah, days yeah. off. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's sort of the, um, the sweet spot for me now. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's right up there at the top. How about you? It, it's up in the list for sure. Um, it used to be top of the list when when I was growing up. It was it was the holiday. We I grew up in a tradition where we didn't celebrate any other holidays, but oh. we did celebrate Thanksgiving. So that it would was, make it a favorite for yeah. sure. So it was the holiday um, that the the entire family would get together. Obviously, everyone knows that, but that was the like the pinnacle of the year. Like that's when all the extended family got together, and we didn't do that for anything else. So we didn't do that. We didn't celebrate Christmas. We didn't wow. do um, Easter or anything like that. So it had a lot of weight because it was the holiday that was that was practiced. And there's just a lot of good memories of of being together as a family, and, and usually quite a bit longer because we didn't do anything else. Um, so it'd be maybe a whole week you were gone, or, yeah, or for nice. just a long amount of time. So it's got a lot of. Uh, it was kind of like the East Step holiday. Like that's yeah, of course okay. you do Thanksgiving. So it, it's moved down on the list now, um, but but it still has a really great spot in my heart. So well, I can understand that. So yeah, that's um, it is interesting because uh, Thanksgiving is uh, on the one hand an, a national holiday mm-hmm. that has a considerable history about it. We looked at some of the history, which is very interesting. Uh, turns out that there was uh, a woman who petitioned or wrote to President Lincoln asking him to um, uh, have a national uh, Thanksgiving Day. Her, her um, let's see, her name, what was her name? She, well, interestingly, she's the woman who wrote um, Mary Had a Little Lamb as a children's poem. And so she had her fingers in a lot of different things. Her name was Sarah Josepha Hale. And she wrote, um, she wrote Abraham Lincoln asking him to issue a Thanksgiving proclamation. And the timing of it was interesting because it was, it came out of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And she, like the rest of America, really felt that um, uh, it would be a good time to put aside sectional feelings and local incidents and uh, heal the nation after, uh, you know, being partway through really the Civil War. And so uh, that's, she she uh, petitioned uh, President Lincoln and he, and whether he was planning to do it or not, who knows. But in, 19, in 1864, he uh, issued his... Uh, famous uh, Thanksgiving proclamation. And it's really pretty much been a holiday, I think, since then mm-hmm. uh, for the United States. So anyway, if you are interested in her story, it is... Uh, it's so an encouragement to letter writing right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of persuasion. And I suppose if you're a good poet and can write Mary Had a Little Lamb and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're, it gets you down the road a little ways too with your letter writing, but it probably pays to practice. Mm-hmm. There have been on and off again other proclam- other 
nationally declared um, days of Thanksgiving. It happened in, during the Revolution, happened um, for uh, other at other points throughout the history of our country earlier anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Je- Washington called for one at the beginning. Yeah. I think John Adams as well. Yep, and Jefferson Davis did during that same period in the Civil War. He was a Confederate president. He had a couple different Thanksgiving Day proclamations. So it was very interesting that um, you might say both sides mm-hmm. uh, wanted to thank God for mostly for winning, <laughs> I think they really it's uh, more to be thankful for there, right? But that so that was kind of an interesting thing. And then you, if you um, so that I mean, in my estimation, that makes it complicated that you have both. And, and it was for it was for Abraham Lincoln. His second inaugural right. talks about both sides calling on the same God, asking for the same things, and both right. can, both can't be right. Which if you haven't read that. Go read That's that today. That's like the best piece of English literature, really, from our country. Anyway, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, but but he he struggled with that, and and I think it's only fair to say, yeah, we should probably all mm. give thought to the complications, even right. with something as a national holiday of Thanksgiving. The uh, you know we're we're out here at uh, in Oregon where everybody we're a long ways from Plymouth and mm-hmm. other places you know that have to do with Thanksgiving and. There's, um, I don't exactly know how to say it, but the narrative that you hear around here probably is not necessarily pro-pilgrim and not Mm. necessarily um, pro-early celebration because of what it meant to the Native Americans. Right. And so uh, what do you do with a Christian holiday, supposedly Christian holiday, that also yeah what, what do you do with that christian holiday you just you just threw that out there what is, is this a christian holiday the, well that's a great question <laughs> see and and i think it, it's it's complicated for that reason i do think that for christians thanksgiving is a christian holiday yes mm. because we have uh, a we have a christian god that we can thank mm-hmm. and we have a person we don't just think feelings or have right. feelings about think of thankfulness to the universe. We have a personal God who uh, we can express our thanksgiving to, who has personally taken interest in us and personally given us His Son as mm-hmm. our Savior. We have plenty of reason to be personally thankful. Uh, but even my adjective "Christian holiday" is a little bit problematic, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. you weren't going to let that go. No, no. Um, I'm a practice politician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That's it. There's going to be a really different flavor on City on the Hill coming up uh, in, the, in the future. But uh, I, I do think that it is interesting because it can Thanksgiving be a pluralistic holiday? Mm. I mean, in, in, in are we as Christians in, you know, in, in favor of a Thanksgiving holiday where people can just um, think whatever they want, whoever they want, mm. and, you know, God as they define him, is, is that the same? But then we can't force somebody else to be, right. to give thanks to the Christian God, to the God of the Bible either. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's tricky. And I think that it's, I think we have to acknowledge that. And I, I think com- Christians can completely uh, immerse themselves in thanksgiving, in mm. celebration, 
because of all that God has done for us. Um, I do think that when we go more public with it and say this Christian holiday is important for all of you, right. no matter of your beliefs, then we're on shaky ground. And I think we're even on shaky ground when we go all the way back to the beginning. Partly the narrative I mentioned about the Native Americans is, if you think about it, it is an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that they may have had a wonderful time that first Thanksgiving. My guess is it wasn't as good as the Step Thanksgivings when you were a kid right. or right. my Thanksgivings that I was excited about when I was a kid. Well, it's definitely not the sanitized, simple uh, construction paper story we're used to. Right. But it, the, the, I guess the thing about it is it's much, m- much of my um, recollection of American history if I was um, if I was candid about it, is more nuanced, or not more nuanced, it's more mixed mm-hmm. than I want it to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want that perfect first Thanksgiving. To, you know, I want there to be angels in the edge of the woods singing, and I want it to just be fantastic. And I don't want there to be King Philip's War coming up in a few years to, mm. you know, and I don't want it cascading implications of colonialism or imperialism to ultimately, if it's going to be Christian, right. I mean, that's my struggle is that there is this part of it that is also sinful. And if you mm-hmm. think back through history of the country, we struggle with that really probably at every era of American life. Because mm-hmm. you're describing humans. Humans right. are prone towards sin well, and well, brokenness. And it's not the city on the hill. Mm-hmm. See, that, and that's part of right. what, what they had to deal with at the very beginning. Right. Uh, when we had the, there weren't much uh, farther after that first, um, first sit in a hill sermon. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I guess I want to say that because uh, for me, the, my, sanitized or glorified version of American history isn't necessarily the one that really happened. And I, I, I guess I feel like I should mm-hmm. say that and still be thankful for my country and still mm-hmm. be thankful for the life I have and still be thankful for my government and still be thankful for all the people right. who have paid the, the, you know, a great price, the ultimate price, many of them, that I might enjoy this country. But I, I don't want to and Thanksgiving is one of my opportunities to, to mm. think about this and say this. I don't want to wed my uh, in appreciation and enjoyment of my country with Christianity mm-hmm. because of the complicated history of my country. I don't want to, people to have to accept the right. way that you know people treated the Native Americans or the African Americans when in order to embrace Christianity. Right. Th- those things have to, that has to be separate. And, and Thanksgiving is one of those times reminds me of that. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it that doesn't affect the fact that I'm really thankful for where I live and really mm-hmm. thankful for uh, the life that, to, well, really thankful to be born uh, at this time and in this place. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who could expect uh, such benefits if the Lord was not kind to us? So... Yeah, and I think it is, you mentioned the City on a Hill, not just because of podcasts, but because that was some of the language on the lips of the pilgrims. Um, and I, I was just reminded, as you said, that there's a, uh, 
the Wall Street Journal puts out a Thanksgiving editorial every year, and it's it's been the same editorial since 1961, um, and they put they reprint an account uh, recorded by Nathaniel Morton um, based on the account of William Bradford. So the Plymouth Colony, and they just keep printing this thing out, and it's okay. it's titled the Desolate Wilderness. But one of the lines is in the, in this description is God hath prepared for them a city, and they're even referencing in this little thing like we're going over here, and it's not going well, and we're we're aiming for this city. So even even in the recollection of um, the pilgrims that you can see their sights are set incorrectly, um, in my view. And I, I just think that's interesting. But also, it, it, it's a, if you get the paper or, or look for that, it's going to be the same one, probably, okay. that they've mm-hmm. done since 1961. Uh, but uh, So that came to mind. But also, thinking about the complicated nature of everything, even when Abraham Lincoln proclaims, hey, let's do Thanksgiving, oh, dear. it's in the middle of the Civil War. Amen. So it's not... Hey, it's been a great decade. Let's let's get together and and eat some turkey. And obviously, there's there's pointing back to that time a little bit. But let me just read the paragraph from uh, one of the paragraphs from the, the proclamation. Uh, this is Abraham Lincoln. He says, "Now, therefore, I, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, do hereby appoint and set apart the last Thursday in November next as a day which I desire to be observed by all my fellow citizens." wherever they may then be, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to Almighty God, the beneficent creator and ruler of the universe. I do further recommend to my fellow citizens aforesaid that on that occasion they do reverently humble themselves in the dust, and from thence offer up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to the great disposer of events. There's there's a name for God I don't often hear. The great disposer of events for a return of the inestimable inestimable blessings of peace, union, and harmony throughout the land, which it has pleased him to assign as a dwelling place for ourselves and for our posterity throughout all generations. That's just fascinating to me that, and I, I, as I read it, I almost get a little bit of a, it reminds me of, of the king of Nineveh saying, hey, everyone repent, <laughs> things mm-hmm. aren't going well, because he says, uh, humble yourselves in the dust. And to have um, one of the one of the most difficult events of our country happening, and then Abraham Lincoln saying, "Hey, let's do, uh, let's proclaim some Thanksgiving and let's let's humble ourselves and and point ourselves to an Almighty God." Um, that's just that's conflicted. It's not just Thanksgiving. It's not just things have been really good. We had a really good harvest, so now we're going to Thanksgiving, uh, give thanks. It's something different than that. It's it's recognition of. Um, brokenness, but also um, there there are things to be grateful for. And then there's also some requests there, like, mm-hmm. hey, please, please take care of us. So I, I, I just find the, the nuance there um, pretty fascinating. And I, I think having that level, if we had this kind of nuance in Thanksgiving, that'd, that'd probably be pretty good, where yeah, yeah. we're recognizing brokenness and we're, we're requesting uh, peace and union and harmony and also... Um, and, and humbling ourselves, I, I just think that's fascinating. Yeah, it would I mean, be a helpful posture. In some respect, you can just uh, rehearse the gospel in your Thanksgiving celebration mm-hmm. because you've got to, you know got many many things to be thankful for in creation. You can humble yourself in the dust and then mm-hmm. up, uh, offer up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to the great disposer of events. Yes, you can do that mm-hmm. while at the same time praying for peace, union, and harmony. Now, look and then feasting looking forward to that great uh, mm-hmm. feast one day. So there is a sense in which you can use it to rehearse the gospel to yourself. But uh, anyway, 
Yeah, it's a, it, 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 it still is my favorite holiday. Right. <laughs> and, and, and partly because of all of these things. I mean, there's just a lot of, um, a lot to kind of build into life. It, I mean, it has the full fabric of life. It mm-hmm. has the mistakes. It has the penitence. It has the joy and celebration. It has the whole shooting match. So mm-hmm. I really, I really do like Thanksgiving. Well, if we if we dig, how, how did this? Is it a Christian holiday? That was the original question. We've we've been rabbit trailing this thing all the way down. Um, the country is pluralistic. We we live in a pluralistic country. So there are people that don't do not worship the Christian God. So what do we do with that? And I, I think even having a holiday where you're just in, inviting toward thankfulness, I think is helpful. Um, I cannot coerce thanking the God of the Bible, but uh, to have a holiday where it's, hey, let's be thankful. Um, what, what I think is interesting about that is it, it requires at least pondering to whom am I thankful? Um, you can't be you can't be generally thankful. You have to be, thankfulness requires an object. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, you can probably go to the horizontal level and I'm, I'm thankful for my wife and I'm thankful for my kids. And, well, thankful uh, but even for that, and thankful too is a little different. Right. Yeah. Right. And even if you say I'm thankful for, like, who are you thanking? Mm-hmm. And I, even if there are a bunch of people that, um, that get, get a turkey and stuffing and they eat some pumpkin pie and they say, all right, we're going to go around the table and tell me what you're thankful for. Um, I think even just having that practice gives them an opportunity to, to just think, okay, wait, what, what does this mean? What, what, to whom am I thankful? And I think having that as an opportunity is better than not, for sure. Definitely. And, and you think about, okay, why do you have politics and why, well, why do you have religion? I mean, for uh, the sake of human flourishing, and if people are humble and recognize that much of their life is a gift beyond their own control— that uh, is a humbling and uh, a flourishing kind of event, and so, yes, uh, by all means, by all means, enjoy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I maybe read that proclamation and and definitely what Scott already said about the gospel. Ponder the gospel, and if if you have nothing you can think of to be thankful for, be thankful for the gospel, and um, maybe mention that as the thing you're thankful for on the, around the table this this week. So. I think that's it for us today. Um, have a good holiday. We're glad to be back. Have a good, have a happy Thanksgiving. Maybe go on a little turkey trot run before you eat a bunch of turkey. Um, that's what that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but we'll see you next week, and we're we're glad to be back, and we'll look forward to the next conversation.